Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is your host, Christian Dukes, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Kayfabe Culture Podcast, where we'll be discussing everything pro wrestling related. This week, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Kari Gray and Tony Tribbett, as we discuss the Royal Rumble, Raw, NXT, and SmackDown of this week. And with that said, let's get into this week's show. Let's discuss the Rumble real quick. Um, so, like we mentioned, Edge did make his return, but there there are a couple other things that that stood out for me. Um, one being Bianca Belair's performance in the Women's Rumble. Um, Wonderful. <laughs> uh, I it says that she stayed in the match thirty three minutes and twenty seconds, and she had the most eliminations. Um, which was eight, eight eliminations um, in that match. I'm going to have to say this. If they don't give Bianca Belair a push after this one, then we all need to go on strike. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm with it because after that performance, you can't you can't have a performance like that and not give a person a push. Yeah. Um, NXT title match, Raw championship match, SmackDown championship match. You got to give her a push. That's, that's just in my opinion. Well, I think since day one that I saw her and I saw her wrestle, I knew that she she was a star, that she was a superstar. And in that match, when I saw that she was actually in the Rumble, I was really excited because I thought, I said, this is the, 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 the GOAT that they can put in this match that's going to make a really big difference. And she did. She really did. I mean, it was awesome. And I've I've never been I've I've never looked at Bianca Belair like before the Royal Rumble as a championship contender. But I I their performance it was one of the best performing man or woman that I've seen in a long time in a in a Rumble match. Absolutely. Um, I would say that she definitely um had had an impact. Uh, so much so that I would say if if some of those fans watched the Rumble or came to the Rumble who didn't know about Bianca or don't really watch NXT on Wednesdays, that would I think she 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 stood out enough that would make those fans you know be like okay let me ch- start checking out NXT or, yep. or or let me now become a fan of Bianca Belair and see what she's about. Yep. I, I, I wasn't a big fan of the Women Royal Rumble match because of I, I definitely did not like the winner of it. But, hey, that's WWE for you. <laughs> so I think also if you go back in the last couple of weeks when they actually did the takeover where NXT took over, uh, Raw and SmackDown, mm-hmm. and they kind of were introducing Bianca to the main stage for a minute. Right. I don't know if y'all really paid attention, man, but she gave them chicks in the back room the biggest beatdown I have ever seen. She did. Right. She <laughs> beat the brakes off them chicks. Yeah. And well, I said uh, to myself, uh, she'll star. Was it uh, Carmella and... Uh, I believe it was Carmella Dana and, and Dana Brooke. Yeah. Um, she mud stomped them. Right. <laughs> that that was the uh, the the segment that they did when they were doing the uh, um, takeovers um, le- leading up to Survivor Series um, yeah. back in November. 
um, but Kari, I mean, I mean uh, Tony, since you just did uh, mention the winner of uh, the women's rumble, which was Charlotte Flair, uh, let's talk about that real quick. Um, you said you don't. I don't like it. Like like the, <laughs> at all the decision. They, it it, they it wasn't. You had a returning Naomi coming into the match. Right. Um, it was giving Carmella a a push a little bit. You know, on SmackDown, because you had her winning every match. It's just like, give us the unexpected. You know, everybody expected Charlotte to win. And, uh, I mean, Charlotte was going to be in the main event of Mania one day. And even yeah. even with her not even winning the Rumble, she would have still had a championship match. So you could have gave it to somebody more deserving. Toward like, like I said, you had a returning Naomi. I I was pushing for Naomi to win, but this is my personal feelings in it. <laughs> but um, no, nah, I I wasn't a big fan of Charlotte winning the Rumble. I it was well expected. Like I said, you was there live, so right. you you know the reaction. But my reaction was. <laughs> like, to be honest with you, I really didn't think it, they were going to give it to Charlotte. I didn't see that. I thought, personally, I, at first I was like, okay, looks like they're heading toward giving this to Bianca. Mm. And uh, it kind of threw me for a loop. And I agree with you 100% that, you know, uh, and to me, I know sometimes they make these decisions based on WrestleMania and what they're trying to set up. But I just think that it would have just been a better uh, choice for the world to see somebody else win the women's Royal Rumble. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, my pick to win just off of me being a huge fan was Alexa, Alexa Bliss. Uh, because I won. Okay, with with this being the first episode, I have to go ahead and tell you guys. One, I am a huge Alexa Bliss, uh, Alexa Bliss fan. And you guys will will continually hear me talk about <laughs> Alexa for probably every episode we do. I don't care. And two, I'm a huge Bianca Belair fan. So um, those two were my you know picks to win to win the Rumble. Um, and of course, uh, Alexa entered entered at number one, and Bianca would enter right at number two. So I was I was kind of like. Hate, hating <laughs> that, that that decision after 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 Alexa um entered okay I was like okay who's gonna be number two I I was I was standing up in my like standing up in in the stadium you know trying to trying to think about who was gonna be the second entrant and then Bianca Belair's music hit and I was like oh come on why y'all why y'all do this to, to give me? it to give it I I really didn't <laughs> think Bianca Belair was gonna be in there for I thought she was gonna last probably. Two minutes, three, maybe five. I'll give her five minutes. I thought they was going to do her bad, but they gave her a excellent performance. Like, I'm not even mad about the decision that they made with Bianca Belair. Like, there was a there was excellent on WWE hell right. on keeping her in the match that long. Um, the elimination, she got eliminated by Charlotte, right? Right, right. So, it, yeah. it was a perfect person to eliminate her. So I I'm not mad about that. I like I said I just don't like who won. But hey, this is my personal yeah, feelings. Of course, I <laughs> but I'm it. a big Naomi fan. So. I get it. And, uh, <laughs> speaking of Naomi, um, 
Uh, I wasn't expecting her to make her return on Sunday, but but she did, and um, the the reaction she got was was, was pretty good, and yeah. uh, I I hope WWE was was listening to, to to the reaction that that the fans gave her when she did come back, and hopefully they they figure out something to do with her now that she's on SmackDown. But but we're gonna talk more about um, her and and SmackDown later on in the show. What other thoughts do you guys have from um, the Rumble? Let me just say this. I I got a very, uh, I feel really good about Keith Lee. And uh, I love them doing the, what I call the monster matchups, which is like, you know, when you bring in Braun and you bring in Keith Lee and you bring in those guys who are huge. Yeah. Uh, I love those those type of uh, confrontations. Gotcha. And uh, when I saw Keith Lee come out and then uh, and Braun, I was like, "This is great." And but for them, I didn't really like them letting uh, Brock toss them out. But it was all good. I, I still think those guys are, especially Keith, is a, he's a future of the company. He he's a huge guy. Yep. He's very athletic. Yeah. Very agile, and I think especially for as a black athlete, I I see him. Being a very uh, big influence uh, on that company, right, yeah. right. With the with the Keith with the Keith Lee, um, I I love I actually I, I a lot of people not gonna agree agree with this, but I I like what they did with Brock. Um, had him come out first, dominate for what 17, 17 people. No. Um, yeah, like almost 15, 15, 15 yeah. 16 people. He he dominated, and they got the right person to eliminate him. And then you had a regular rumble match. Uh, put him up and put him up there as the most dominant person in in the Royal Rumble. Right. Like a lot of people don't like Brock, but business wise, you gotta love him. Yeah. Um, he he's an excellent performer. He it, it it's not like he don't sell. He do sell. Right. So <laughs> I I I I love I really love what they did with him. Um, even eliminating Keith Lee, they gave him Keith Lee and Braun Strowman at the same time, and they they made it look good. Right. And um, they he put them over. He put he put uh Keith Lee over. He put uh Braun over, and they put him over too. So exactly. It, I, I I have no complaints about the men Royal Rumble match. Really, there there was probably I I live for the Rumble. The Rumble is probably my favorite, my most favorite event of the year. I love the I love the Rumble. So, um, I I I can actually agree with everything you just said. Um, now, a couple of days removed, Su- Sunday I I wouldn't have agreed with you, but uh. I was listening to um, Busted Open uh, uh, podcast, which is which is uh, a Bubba Ray and um, I think uh, Dave Lagreca. Some some comments were made from Bully Ray on on the podcast that that I didn't understand until I heard him say it and I actually thought about it. He mentioned how they pretty much did the Rumble match perfectly. Um, he, he talked about how. Having Brock enter at number one and him continuously throwing everybody out, you know, no matter who it was, just eliminating person after person after person after person, and of course you had those certain entrants where you thought, okay, now we can, you know, 
finally get him out. We we got I think we got a uh, Kofi in, entered um at at one one number and then right after Kofi we we had Ray come in and then right after um Ray we had uh Big E come in. Yeah. So so um we basically had Kofi coming in who who already you know b- b- basically got got beef with Brock. Yep. Because Brock T- took his title from him, you know, back in and October. And went to another show, show afterwards. Exactly. So, so, so Kofi comes in, who you know ha- has issues with Brock. So, so he's motivated to to get him out. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. right after Kofi, we we get we get Ray, who has had his issues with Brock from you know doing everything that he did to Dominic and everything else. So. We we get that. So with both of them in the match with Brock, um, pretty much at the same time, and, and they're trying to get him out. And then we get Big E, and with with, with Big E being you know Kofi's partner in the New Day, mm-hmm. we get those three up against Brock at the same time in the Rumble, and the fans get that that hope. We get that feeling. Okay, so maybe we can get Brock out with with all three of them in the ring. And, and I, then, I think that's a thing that I'm starting to love with WWE. They starting to do go back to it. Um, having multi have having one person feud with multiple people. So and the feud don't die down. So it's like he had and I'm I'm from Memphis, so y'all gotta excuse my how I talk. But he had <laughs> beef with. Ray, he had beef with Kofi, and then we got we got Kofi that's with Big E. Big E feels some type of way because Kofi lost. Kofi trying to act like it don't phase him, but he come out with that fire like it it really did Absolutely. with that aggression that we've been looking for. So I, I I I can agree every part of what you was just saying because yeah I I I love the fact that they 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 have multiple. People feuding with one person, and Brock is he need <coughs> multiple people to feud with because not one person it's not one person that's just gonna beat Brock. It's gonna take multiple people to actually get into his mind and his head or make it seem like it's something going on. But Drew would do it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, Car- Carl, what are your thoughts? Um. The way that um, they basically had uh, Brock pre- pretty much eliminate everybody up until him, him getting eliminated by Drew. <clears throat> well, you know, I think as far as the company is concerned, they've always sold Brock as somebody that's pretty much invincible. Right. And to me, I think it gave Drew the push that he has never gotten. You talking about a, a, a superstar that's returning back to WWE. His whole image has changed. He ca- he carries a lot of weight now. He looks good. He looks like he's a champion. And to me, I, I think they sold it perfectly, especially with the, um, the setup, uh, who I think is another great superstar, uh, Ricochet. Coming in and doing what he did and how they set that whole thing up, I think it was it was perfect. Right. Uh, I think that it's setting up a great uh, WrestleMania, putting them in the right position to because I think the guard is about to change um, with that uh, as far as who who's leading the company. Mm-hmm. Roman, I think originally 
I think they were probably considering Roman, but Roman's been there many, many times before. And to me, this is a fresh look for the company. This is a fresh look for the Rumble. And uh, I think it's going to be great. I, I particularly, from a personal level, I never care that much for Drew. But I cannot doubt his ability. Yeah. The, the Claver kick looks devastating. And to me, I, I don't particularly like a lot of moves that you do and it just don't look tough and you get pinned from it. Like, uh, what's that? Yeah, or the Starship. <laughs> uh, what do you call the thing? That uh, Mars the Starship does? pain. Yeah, it's like, to me... I love the flip, mm -hmm. but it's really no more than a, you know, a, a light splash. Yeah. Uh, but if you look at the Clayton kick, it looks like it kills you. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it do. The way that that um, Drew landed that kick. Yep. On on Brock Sunday, it was yes. like perfectly directly in and, the middle of his forehead. Yep. And, and Brock and, sold it. Brock sold it. Yes. I, I want I want everybody to hear this. Brock sold yes, he did. that kick. And uh, whether y'all like Brock or not, he sold that kick. He did. And I, hey, I, I would forever respect Brock for that because he sold he sold it and he put Drew McIntyre all the way over with it. Absolutely. And, and that's the, to me also the point where where it's been kind of happening the last couple of weeks, but where Drew is changing from, uh, he's no he's no longer a heel. Right in, in the eyes of the people, he he's not looked at as a heel. Right, and uh, he's uh, I actually loved his interview on uh, the Monday night, the next night, just listening to him talk. Let me know that he recognized that his whole position is changing. Right, and uh, uh, I, I I think they they probably start started his his switch from from heel to face probably a couple of weeks ago it was like um, it, it only happened in a two or three week span yeah. when he started the three two one thing yes. and as soon as he started it it was just like yeah we can get him over with this one and uh it's it's there everybody in the crowd was was doing that countdown with him i think that really helps him um with his push to, you know, to become a um, fan favorite now. Yeah. Um, and I think they were looking for alternate routes to actually use to get Drew over because Drew was over when he when he debuted, re-debuted on yeah, Raw right. after he did his NXT push. So he was already he was already over then, but then you you made him a heel Put him with Dolph Ziggler, right. but even with that, you had him turn on Dolph Ziggler, which could have made him a babyface. So you had many times to actually make him a babyface and put him over. But uh, and then you put him with Shane, and it's just it was a long time coming. I always knew Drew could get there, but we we was trying to see what WWE was gonna do with it. And um, I'm glad they waited to this year Royal Rumble to do it. I'm glad that because I said this last year, actually, I said I would not mind seeing Brock versus Drew. That would be a, a dream match for me. And um, I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. While we're on the subject of Brock, uh, I think it was yesterday where um, an article came out um, where it talked about John John Cena has basically called Brock the best in ring performer. Um and for me, uh I can I can agree somewhat to to 
to that statement now um, with me seeing how he did on Sunday. But uh, uh, before Sunday, I was never a fan of Brock. I hate I I hated Brock. Um, I, I always gave him, you know, you know um, talked criticism. about him, and 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 and, and gave him mess because I didn't I didn't like the way he was booked because he was he was never here he was never defending the title and you know he would just show up you know defend the title and retain the title and go go away and be gone for months and then come back and do the same thing and and whenever he lost the title he 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 would go away. And be gone for for a while, come back and get the title mm-hmm. right back. But after Sunday, I can pretty much say now that I have a different type of respect for Brock, and I can agree with um, some of John's comment and say that he is a great in ring performer. Well, I didn't, I didn't, I haven't seen that article. I'll, here's my take on Brock. I think Brock. Got my respect with his longevity because even in uh, some of his matches in the UFC, there was a, a lack of uh, – uh, he ran out of he ran out of gas quick. Mm. And that's how he ended up losing some of his matches in UFC. But as far as his talent in the ring, I'm really surprised that John Cena said that. Because my, my, my thing is how, how many moves, honestly – in ring performer, maybe my definition is different, but how many moves does Brock have? I would say three, not many, not a lot. And, and so I'm trying to figure out when he says that. I, I would say what aspect. My question would be what aspect does he mean in ring performer? I think I can I can get where they coming from with Brock Lesnar is one of the best in-ring performers that we were saying. When we talk about performers, we talk about how he can sell, how he can do, how he can get the crowd reacting. We talking about all these things. And you got to think about Brock in 2002. Brock in 2002 was a beast. Flipping. Like he was he was literally doing like crazy moves. He was doing off, crazy off moves off the top rope. He was he had everything in his moves. You had Brock hitting a, a drop kick. You you wouldn't in this day and time you would never see Brock hitting a drop kick. But when he first got into WWE, he was built up as that person that can do. That's why they say he's crazy athletic because he can do all these things. Once he came back from the UFC, then that's where that's where everything kind of changed. And said, okay, well, you know what? We can just make you this person that beat up people. Like, anybody that's stepping your way, we can use your UFC moveset. Then, oh, we got suplexes now. So, suplex city. And now, and then we got your L5. So, it's cool. We can use that. But I can see where that comment came from. But as of right now, not he's not the best athlete in the, in the, in the WWE at this moment. But... In his prime, he definitely was the best athlete in his time. And uh, i never take that away, away from Rock. But as of right now, you, you're right. He only got three moves. He only got three moves, really. So <laughs> what else What else can, uh, like, show me something else? When I think of great in-ring performers, I think of people like Shawn Michaels. Like, Shawn Michaels was a great in-ring performer. Uh, because it not only because, because you know, Especially with you know, I mean y'all know it ain't 
the athleticism is just like a really that's a good part of it, but it's right. not the biggest part of it. Right. And uh, he sells he sells it, but I think there's so many people who are um, that's in the business right now, especially in the WWE, that outshines him as far as being a ring performer. Mm-hmm. But I I can tell you this: you remember that feeling, like you saying back in the day when we first saw Mike Tyson. And man, it's just like, dude, I was scared at home. Yeah, <laughs> it's like his, pr- and I think that's how I felt when I first saw how Brock dominated when he first came to the sport. It's like I had a fear of that dude. I hate to see him come. Oh man, somebody finna die. <laughs> you know, I had that feeling. Yeah, but uh, I think him for him still being in the sport and still being a part of it, he's doing a great job. Um, doing a great job for his age. He looked damn good. Yeah. yeah. So I, you, you can't do nothing but commend anybody at that age that's performing at the level that he's performing. You, you, you can do nothing but take your hats off and show your respects. Um, that's what John Cena did. He showed his respects right. because John Cena, he pretty much like, okay, I'm gonna hang up my boots, yeah. you know, because but for you to reinvent yourself. Time after time, that's a hard task, and for you to get over with the WWE universe, that's a hard task because we we all are critics, right? And yeah. and by far, <laughs> he's connected to the best talker in in television, Paul Heyman. Absolutely, I mean yeah. he's he that man. I mean, if you listen to him, he's he's just awesome at setting up. What's to come, and I think by them connecting those two, it's been really good for Brock. Absolutely. All right. So, um, some other matches we had at the Rumble was uh, uh, Daniel Bryan versus The Fiend, Bailey versus Lacey Evans, um, and um, I'm missing something. Uh, Roman Roman, versus Roman Roman and Corbin. Uh, and Becky, Becky and Oscar. Uh, um, I'm not planning on talking about these long, but uh, I, I'll say this: Bailey and um, Lacey Evans match was was kind of flat to me. Uh, yeah, I, I, I couldn't I, I couldn't pay attention to it, so I, I I ended up getting up and you know uh, going to the merch stand or you know going to the bathroom while. While while that match was going on, um, so I really don't have any thoughts thoughts on it. Uh, just just it it just didn't feel. It was flat. Um, mm-hmm. you, Bailey, Bailey doing what she do, and you know Bailey getting over Lacey. She getting over is um, Lacey gonna get that time? I think Lacey is eventually gonna win, win the Royal Rumble. Um, and I'm just going out on a limb to say that. But gotcha. um, and that's the reason why they didn't put her in the Royal Rumble because they know, hey, Lacey really is the person because I like the way Lacey speak. So, um, but now nah, that that match was flat between all the matches we just spoke of. Daniel and Bray had one of the best matches. Yeah, and um, and and it's something about Daniel Bryan, and since this is our first episode, it's something about Daniel Bryan that can just. He he, his passion for the sport, his passion for wrestling, it, it does something to you. He can bring the worst person out 
He can like the worst performer. He can make them seem like they such a great performer. Yeah. I I love Daniel Bryan. Heel face. I don't I don't care what Daniel Bryan is doing. He do the, he do his best. He yeah. worked hard and he I I have nothing but respect for Daniel Bryan. Yeah. And, uh, he 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 definitely showed that he had the best match of the night. If he if if he didn't want if if you thought the Royal Rumble was the best match, you didn't watch Daniel Bryan. Cause Daniel Bryan gave his all. He he sold. He had Bray selling, and I, I give kudos to Bray because he ain't sold like that since the old Bray. So, I hey, that was one of the best matches of the night, and I'm just going out on a limb to say that. If you don't like it, oh well. <laughs> I enjoyed that match, um, and, and and like you said, you you can tell that Daniel has like a crazy amount of, of passion do, doing what he does in the ring um and he he to me is one of the best performers and athletes on the WWE roster um especially like um I I would say he he has gotten even better this this second go around uh, of him be, being back from injury than than he was uh before he Retired and um, got hurt. I think their retirement, um, their retirement brought a a monster out. Um, yeah. It like he retired and he started seeing other people doing it, and he was like, yep. "I can do it better. I know I can do it better." And it, like I used, I watched um, Total Total Bellas mm -hmm. and Total Divas, and even you hear his passion in it. And you see how he went through the depression and things like that, right. and it's because of the sport that keep him out of depression. And um, hey, you you can't do nothing but respect that man for what he does. All right, guys. So the computer ended up crashing while we were continuing our discussion about the rest of the matches from the Rumble. So here is our thoughts on everything that took place on Raw. So. This past Monday, um, we saw the return of Edge on on, on Raw. Um, we saw uh, Old Face and MVP, uh, mm -hmm. and we um, saw the burying of the OC. Then, <laughs> and and we got we got uh, Drew's challenge to Brock for the. Uh, championship at Mania. Um, so I'll start off by saying that opening um, to Raw, one um, Drew's promo really, really made it feel like you know now it you know Mania season is here and mm -hmm. you know we're about to you know get get going on the road to WrestleMania. Um, it made me like I. I haven't been excited to watch Raw in weeks, and um, when they announced that that Edge was going to be uh, returning to Raw, I I got excited to watch Raw, and I, I haven't I haven't been excited to watch Raw in I don't know how long. I say with the with the Drew, I was I was more excited to see what Drew was going to do. Yeah. Um, I was excited to see how because I knew Brock was. Um, Brock was supposed supposed to be on this episode also, and he was supposed to make an appearance on this episode. So I was I was excited to see that. 
um, with Drew, when he came out, even you could tell from the rumble to the next night, he was just. You can tell how excited and how you can you can feel like you you saw it in his eyes like I'm really here like he 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 made the statement somebody pinched me because he it didn't feel real because and this this how he he looked in the rain um I me. I, I I like the fact that he demolished the OC, but I don't like the fact that they buried the OC. Okay, all right. Um, we'll continue. Yeah, so I was, you know, um, with him burying the OC and demolishing, I I got mixed feelings about it because it made Drew strong, but by dominating the quote-unquote, best tag team in the world. It kind of hurt the OC because it made them look like they was jobbers yep. at, at that point. Um, and I don't think it was needed. Um, they could have done something. Like, they actually could have kept the match and not, not did the match and just let Drew do his promo and then, then have Brock, you know, come out and do the F5. And, yeah. Um, Instead of you know having the OC come out and them doing that handicap match, I yeah, don't think it was because they lost the whole match because of you trying to put someone over um, them doing the promo. I, they, Drew could have did the promo. Um, OC could have tried to beat him. He overcame it. Um, they tried to set up the match before they set up the match. Brock come out ill five them from behind. Boom, and that where you keep everyone safe, safe in it. But um, I I wasn't a fan of it. But I like I said, I, I'm all for promoting Drew, but not not demolishing the OC like that. Like you just you you made them look like they was nothing to the roster. So yeah, but uh, overall, from from that opening segment, um, like I said, they 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 really really made it feel like it was it was many a season and you know uh you, you know how that that energy gets after the royal rumble and and that signifies you know mania is around the corner and when when that time comes you know things pretty much start to you know take a turn for the best um shall i say and and it really starts to feel like you know, mania is is coming up, and they they really made made it feel like mania was around the corner with that opening segment. And I love I love the fact that they have came to grips that okay, this is what we're gonna do to make it feel like it's mania season. Because before the Royal Rumble, I can honestly say I wasn't feeling WrestleMania at all. And then after the Royal Rumble, okay. This the WWE that we love. This the WWE that we fell in love with. Let's go ahead and get to it. All right. Uh, Kari, what are your thoughts on Raw and him declaring his challenge to Brock? I wasn't surprised at the uh, the challenge. I think it was my whole idea when I saw him come out. I could tell he felt really good. Yeah. He felt good and he felt about, uh, I know that he's probably getting some positive conversation about the direction that he's going in with the company. Right. And I could see I saw something different on him as far as just his his attitude and his demeanor, of course. But he was excited. 
Yeah. And, uh, I mean, you got to think, he walked away, and he done been through, if you look at his career, he done been through some stuff. Yeah. You know, from, from getting fired from the company and coming back and everything he he that's transpired with him, he, he really looked like he felt good. He, he did. And, he uh, did. Yep, and I, I like the fact that they making it uh, a, like a storyline, like, he was fired from the company and came back. Yes. And I, I, I love the fact that WWE making that storyline because it's showing what he had to go through to get to his spot. He's never received a WWE championship yep. opportunity or a WWE Universal Championship opportunity. Yeah, we have seen Drew with the, inter, with the Intercontinental Championship. He have won the tag team, correct? Yeah. And so he, we I, done I seen him, him. and Him and Dolph had the Yeah, so we done seen oh, him yeah, yeah. the tag titles, but that, that major title, and we even have seen Drew with the NXT Championship. Right. So... Now it's it's time for him to get the the biggest prize coming to him that he really deserved. And when they when they chanted, you deserve it, you felt that tingle in your body, yep. them chills in your body because you know that's a person that actually deserved it. Right. Yeah. You know, um I, I know the only time I feel the chills is when they actually deserve it. When they actually deserve to have that championship opportunity. And if anybody's a WWE fan like me, you'll get the same chills. Even it can be the worst heel, like the, it can be the best heel in the company, and you can dislike this person a whole lot. But you, if if you feel like they deserve it, it's 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 the chill that comes in your body. Like yes, they did. Like even with Edge, Edge was a heel, his almost his whole career as he was on top. And he deserved every championship that he received. Yeah. So I'm I'm pushing for Drew. Yeah, and I think this is one of those those stories that that they're gonna put you know a lot of their work into, and I think it'll be great. I think him and Brock will do great work, especially with Paul. I I think Paul Paul Heyman is is gonna add to this story tremendously, and it's it's gonna be one of the the um, matches that is looked forward to when when Mania comes around, and it just so happens that I will will be at Mania this year, so I'll be able to see this match, and hopefully, hopefully Drew will be able to beat Brock and win the the championship. I just hope that they um, I hope WWE don't do do it like okay we we had the Kofi moment or and we had the Becky Becky Lynch moment. When everybody had their WrestleMania moment, I hope that they just don't mess up Drew WrestleMania moment because they they always had the person that was supposed to win win. They always had that fairy tale ending. Right. So at the at the end of Mania, they might not have that fairy tale ending with them, and I I hate for them not to have it. You know, even with Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins won last year. Right. And you know, everybody everybody was happy with Mania. Uh, and I just hope they don't they don't do it with Drew and say, Hey, well we gonna have Brock go over you and like they did with Shinsuke. Mm. You know, Shinsuke was the butt end of the stick. Well, you're not gonna have your WrestleMania moment this year. But it wasn't time for Shinsuke to win that year right. either. So I just got a feeling that they're gonna give Drew the push he need this year. I don't know why I feel like that because um it's time. Yeah. To me, I mean, you got you got to think Brock been around since he killed the streak. 
uh, and other things that he's done. Right. Um, and to me, Drew just got that face. Look at it. Look at this man body. I don't know how tall he is. It got to be six. Six, eight. Six something. Mm-hmm. He I think big he's dude. Six, eight. And I think he has to look to be the heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah. And um, I think it would be, especially by them turning him, I, it seemed like everybody behind him, I think it would be a good direction for the company to go in. Absolutely. And um, uh, I I look at Brock. Brock still... He's still a beast now, mm, but he. But you could tell he's older. Yeah. Um. I don't know what his future plans are with the company or how much longer he plans on being around, but I think it'll be a good transition. I'm going out on a limb to say this: once Drew win the WWE Championship, I believe that in a two week span that Drew will turn heel again. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> We, that'll we'll sell see. it. I mean, that'll sell pretty, pretty good. Yeah, you got to think, because to me, the way they done shook up the roster now, um, how many big boys you got on on Raw that can actually, you know, compete for the heavyweight championship? I mean, you took Roman to SmackDown. Right. You, you, you know, you got Braun on SmackDown. Was he just won the Intercontinental title? But I'm just saying. Uh, who who else is there? It ain't gonna be like a ricochet. It ain't gonna be like um, um, yeah. some other folks yet. But I think at the at the money year we got what money in the bank? Not money in the bank in June. Yeah. Um, so at the money year, what pay per view comes after? I'm not sure what pay per view is after Mania. Uh, I forgot. Yeah, I have to look it up. We'll know on the next podcast. But and they might put him up against AJ. AJ yeah. is a yeah. hell of a yeah. AJ, AJ is on Raw, so I can I can see them doing that. Um, Randy is on Raw, so I could see them possibly eventually doing it later on down the road. Yep, I um, can't wait to talk about Randy tonight. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> other than that, I'm not sure who else is. I I can't really think of anybody that's on Raw that. You know, uh, Alistair, Alistair could could definitely be in right. the title, title picture. Eventually. Alistair is coming. Um, if, 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 I'm gonna let y'all know if it's Randy Orton, if it's not Randy Orton, it's not Daniel Bryan. It's Alistair Black. Alistair Black is one of the greatest performers that WWE do have. Yeah, and, uh, I, I I really I, like Alistair. I, 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 I think, I why, think but why be, as a company would they? Because like those. I don't even know where they find these guys at beside the street. The ones that they put him in there, you know he gonna he gonna roundhouse kick him in fifteen seconds and the match gonna be over. You know this guy don't have a chance in the world. Yeah. And then you keep rolling this week after week lets me know you don't really have a plan. But that come yeah. with the promo that he delivered this week. Like this week he's after he boom. Yeah. I kicked him it. in the face. You know what? I'm Since y'all not knocking y'all. on my door, I'm knocking at yours. Right. So, so I'm I'm looking forward to see where Alistair go from here, and I'm calling it too. Alistair Black is a future WWE champion. Yeah, absolutely. I I can't wait to see it because that's a man that actually deserve it and works hard. I'm just waiting on Selena Vega to turn on um, Andrade. Andrade. <laughs> And uh, go ahead, be with her husband. You know, I don't. Who's I don't, her I don't, husband? I don't see them doing it. Uh, 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 Alistair. Alistair Black. Yeah. 
Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know uh, Andrade Day Charlotte. Yes. Yeah. And speaking of Andrade, uh, it was re- released uh, Monday or Tuesday that he got suspended um, for violating their uh, wellness policy. So he's so, going to be out so for I the next 30 days. Yeah, I, I got a question for you, Christian, because I know, you know, I'm a big wrestling fanatic, but I know you kind of bigger than me. So it's like, what are they looking for in these wellness? I'm not sure. <laughs> well, like, I because don't, I don't for, know what are they test for. Yeah, because it's like they testing for Tylenol at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out what, why, why are these performers getting suspended off, you know, wellness policies, and they know they're getting random drug tests. Yeah. So well, my who thing knows? is, if you don't know, I mean, it's like if you know, then why would you? Yeah, because right. you're not expecting them to test you. Yeah, yeah. Is I it guess. random? It's it, it's probably it, it have to knows? be. It 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 could be random, or or they could do their tests every so often. But I I think it's probably random. Or oh, is it kayfabe? You let me know, because <laughs> <laughs> I, I my job my job have drug test me eight times in the total of a year and a half, mm. and that's randomly. And uh, so I don't do anything, but I'm just saying I wouldn't do anything if I knew it was coming. Right. Yeah. So it's it's probably weird. random, but um, uh, I'm 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 surprised that they kept. Excuse me. I'm surprised that they kept the the U.S. title um, on him, uh, knowing that he was about to start his his suspension. Um, he was in a match against. Uh, Humberto uh, for the U.S. title and he retained. So um, I think they see big plans. Yeah. I think they got big plans for him. They uh, absolutely. Uh, Andrade is one of them performers. Awesome, awesome performer. You can't doubt his doubt his talents. Um, I love him as a heel. Can't understand anything he's saying, but <laughs> just like Oscar, I can't understand anything <laughs> they say. But they are wonderful heels. And I think they will make them wonderful heels because we can't understand anything they say. Yeah. But uh, they perform. They performance speak for it. Speak for it all. And uh, when you can talk through your performance, this this shows how great of a performer that you are. Yeah. Um. Uh. Some something else that that happened on Raw was uh the the return of MVP. We. We saw him uh, initially make his return to WWE um, the night before at, at the Rumble, um, and we haven't seen MVP in years. years, probably since anywhere from 2008 to 2010. Yep. We haven't seen him. He's been gone as long as age. Yeah, so, um, so it, it was it was cool to see him come back at Rumble and then uh, and and then uh, see him again the next night on Raw. Yeah, reports say that uh, MVP... That was his last match. Yeah, he he uh when he, uh Monday, Monday. yeah he he uh got on Instagram and he uh, made a post saying that that was his last uh match with WWE and uh, he he didn't know uh, how how much longer he was gonna be wrestling but he he was wasn't done yet and he didn't know what was next but but he did say that he wasn't gonna be around. Uh, not not too much longer, but that was his last match with WWE, and um, yeah, you, I mean, we somebody, pref- somebody made a suggestion that they ought to make him the manager of the Street Profits. 
Mm. Oh, that's not a bad idea, actually. Right. I, 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 I saw the the picture on social media that he took with them, and they they did look look pretty good yeah. together. The only reason why I wouldn't consider him being a manager because the street profits know how to talk. Yeah. So that's the only reason why I wouldn't make him a manager. The only reason why Brock got a manager because Brock can't talk. Yeah, yeah, but I'm but, saying, but, but when Brock does talk, it it has yeah. to be some of the it, most it, funniest, yes. funniest stuff. <laughs> ever. Yes, it, and and that that would make Brock so awesome because it only the time that he do talk and you like yes, that hey say it again, Brock, <laughs> <laughs> and he won't say it again. But it's it's the best moments that you'll ever hear in your life. And I think. Um, I don't know. I've never been big on MVP. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've i seen him in the company, you know, over the years. And I know he went for one period when he first left WWE, he went to uh, TNA right. or Impact, whatever they call it. And uh, he did his thing over there for a minute. But then he kind of just disappeared off the scene. I just, I just kind of uh, watched him. I don't know. I've never been a big fan of his because mm-hmm. uh, his moves are so uh, robotic to me. And um, I just, I'm being honest with you, never really just care for the guy as a wrestler. Right. Yeah. Um, it it showed it showed Monday. Um, Monday yeah. it shows why why he should hang up his boots. It, it, I mean, because you you're in the ring with a veteran, so both of y'all are veterans, and right. Ray Mysterio been doing this actually longer than him. So, yeah. uh, for Ray to keep up with the speed, like Ray tried to keep up with your speed, mm-hmm. so it's just like. You know he couldn't keep over Ray. Uh, it's not too many people that keep over Ray. Let Let's get that understood. Ray is a tremendous athlete mm-hmm. for his age, also. But um, and for him to reinvent himself every time, that's an amazing thing. But uh, MVP, he he just seemed a little slow with mm-hmm. the selling. Seemed seemed a little slow with the move sets. It's just like um, the only biggest pop that I seen was the balling thing. Like. Yeah. And um, but the the crowd was not into that match at all. No. And mm-hmm. um, Ray Ray been getting a good pop for the last few weeks, so it's for them not to be into a Ray Mysterio match. But I don't don't take anything. I'm not saying Ray old because Ray is keeping up with Andrade. I don't I don't <laughs> I don't think it had anything to do with Ray. It was just uh, I think it was just you know him being with MVP and. Uh, um, us like we we like the the reaction for MVP wasn't really there from from his entrance um, anyway. So we didn't know what to expect from the match, and it was kind of just okay. We it was kind of like a, a throwaway match, kind mm. of. Somewhere. I'm I'm glad to see you back, and then bye bye. Yeah, you know? and I'm glad he know when to hang it up. You know, um, most. Most performers don't know when to hang it up, and uh, I do appreciate that MVP know know when to hang it up. And he 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 probably looked at the footage. He's like, eh, yeah, I ain't stepping the way I want used to step, and I, I don't like this. Also, he probably, I'm sure he had some influence from some people in the within the company. Yes, yeah. I'm sure. Like to me, these contracts are already discussed. Right. Like. Um, like before he even came to the Rumble, said, right. "Listen, we're gonna bring you back for three matches or two matches, and then we want to send you out in the right way." Right. Because yep. I think also 
you know, just like I know, they look for the rumble. They trying to find somebody. That everybody goes, oh, I can't yeah. believe they got them. They, I can't they, they, they he they're got trying to trying to figure out um, who can we bring back that that's that's gonna be you know mm. you know a uh, surprise for the fans. And, and, I don't and, think and MVP got the big like the biggest pop that he could get. No, because, for sure. Yeah, it's, I mean, people was not MVP was a mid Carter when he was. Thank you. There, right. so he 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 was gonna remain a mid Carter. Regardless, I so. couldn't care less when I heard when MVP came. I was like, okay. <laughs> I think I think we about to move to my favorite part of the show with the Monday Night Messiah. Yeah, uh, yes. uh, um. <laughs> well, first of all, let me say this: I think that two of the worst wrestlers in the WWE is AOP, mm-hmm. and the reason I say that is because. They big and brawlers, but they're not like like if you look at the Viking Warriors. Viking Warriors, they are just an awesome tag. Yeah, team. they can yeah. go. They can. And uh, but but you got to put them with somebody. And right. I think WWE realized in order to help sell their bigness mm-hmm. and stuff, you had to put them with the Monday the night. Monday Night Messiah. Yeah, and self can talk. And self can, and I like the whole little image they're doing with self. You yeah. know, it's kind of cool. Um. I just think, in my mind, I think they need to make the faction bigger. Um, I, I think it's gonna grow. Yeah, I, I could, I, I could see them uh, doing it. And since, since they're they're doing the whole Messiah gimmick, and um, Seth has called uh, Buddy Murphy Disciple. uh, disciples, I could see them going a religion route. I wouldn't like it, but at the same time, I would would like kind of to ju- just to see how they would do it. I could see them. Getting eleven more people in that faction just just to say uh, he has twelve disciples or some well, stupid thing well, like that. Well, also you got to think. I don't know exactly who the writers are, uh, who's on the creative team right now. Right. But I know it's been like everything they're doing right now has been done before. Yeah. Back I in think the end, it's an NWO thing, right? Well, well, before that, I'm not just talking about the faction. I'm talking about that discipleship type stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Sullivan, back in the old WCW, yeah. Kevin Sullivan had, had what he called, his ballet was called Fallen Angel, mm-hmm. which was Woman. And uh, you remember Woman? She used sure. to be with, uh, uh, anyway, she, she was a valet mm-hmm. back in the day. Kevin Sullivan, Woman, and all these people. And then WWE did before because they did it with uh, Midian. Uh, what's the big black dude that passed away? Uh, um, you know what I'm talking about? Is it... um, um And they had Vampiro. It wasn't Big Daddy V. Luch, uh, Lo- uh, Luna, Vashon. Mm-hmm. You remember when they did this kind of religious thing? Like everybody followed they them. They did it with The Undertaker. Yeah, the they, Brood. They yeah. uh, you remember it was called The Brood. And yeah. then they had... Uh, Man, how come I can't think of the big dude name that passed away? Black guy had a mohawk. Yeah, uh, Big Daddy V. Yeah, I forgot his name, though. Uh, yeah, but him. Yeah. So they've done it before. And to me, like, I see that creative team. They sit down a lot of stuff I'm seeing them do now is, like, repeats. Yeah, it's reinventing. Because I, I, Paul Heyman was the creative team uh, of yeah, Raw. Paul, Paul is uh, the, um, I think, executive director. I think that's how they yeah. calling it or okay. something like that. So he, he got a lot of influence. Oh, okay. So, that makes a lot of sense then. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm loving Viscera. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Oh, Viscera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Viscera. So they're Big Daddy V. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same person. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm loving the um, 
the Monday Night Messiah. I, I every time we speak about the Monday Night Messiah, <laughs> I, I'm here for it because uh, I see how you saying it. Because right? <laughs> uh, self is doing great work. Um, self always know how to reinvent himself, and I, I, I love it. Um, a lot of people don't love self, but me. I love self and self can keep doing whatever he's doing because the the gimmick of okay the beast slayer it got boring and he said yep. you know what i got something for you all since y'all don't appreciate me i'm gonna appreciate myself and i'm gonna make myself what's it called the monday night messiah <laughs> I, I love it i love it <laughs> I feel like that that is gonna be one of your 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 catchphrases <laughs> for for weeks to come, and I <laughs> gotta know it. <laughs> you know, um, if he if he get drafted to uh, SmackDown, then he become the Friday Night Messiah. So, but yeah. right now, he's the Monday Night Messiah, <laughs> and Buddy Murphy is the uh, is his disciple. And uh, I think we got many more to come. They are the tag team champions at the moment. Right. So, I, yeah. I I I love how they just keep self relevant. They keep a title on self. Um, definitely a future Hall of Famer. Yep. And putting him with Buddy is awesome because Buddy just came off the best feud in his WWE career. Yeah, in my in the, my opinion, the the matches that that he had with uh, Alistair were were great. They were still in yep. the show, and uh, that man, they, awesome. They were still in the show, and um, some of the crowd reaction wasn't there. But if if you was at home with me, you was like, man, these two <laughs> is fighting. They not they not even wrestling. They fighting. Yeah. And like those kicks look devastating. Yeah, yeah right. Like, How can um, you take? How can you fake? They right. they sold they sold it. Both of them. Uh, Buddy actually. Uh, I, I remember seeing Buddy versus Roman Reigns. That's where he uh, earned my respect yeah, when he that, uh, faced Roman Reigns. Roman actually earned my respect with that one too. That was a great match yeah. as well. So uh, I'm I'm all for it. I'm, I'm glad they put self with Buddy because uh, I was I was like, please don't let Buddy get lost in the shuffle because they let him lose to Alistair Black, Black three times. Right. But I didn't yep. want Alistair Black to lose. But I, I was like, don't let him get. And next thing you know. They pushed him, pushed his losses to make him a tag team champion. Buddy is a way better performer, so way better, way better. He surprised me. Yeah, I'm um, gonna lie, I didn't realize he was that good till he fought Alistair Black. The best kept secret. Yeah. So and he showed why he was the best kept secret because the secret is out. So y'all yeah. be looking out for the Monday Night Messiah. <laughs> we can go on to the next. <laughs> so. Um, the main takeaway from Monday night was, um, Edge returning, um, and he did that at the end of the show. Um, but before I even talk about that, I want to, to mention how, you know, um, WWE and, and how they kept talking about what was coming up or, or what, what match was next and, and what was coming up. Mm -hmm. So, so when they were they were doing that they they would play edge's music and the uh, the the graphic would would come come on the tv and they would say uh uh coming up or whatever uh yeah, so they showed um 
um, his previous accomplishments right, right, right. throughout so the night. Every, every every time that they did that and his music started playing, I would I would think that he's coming out and it it not be him and I I would get. I would get upset every time that they did it. I, I would be looking down at my phone and not paying attention to the TV. So I would hear his music. So I would think that he's coming out, and yeah. I would like uh-huh. get all excited and that was on purpose. And I I I, I would be like, okay, y'all y'all need y'all yeah. need to stop stop showing it's just to get you <laughs> back into it. They had to get you to watch Live. They had to get you to watch uh, Mojo Mojo Rally. They had to get you to watch. Um, yep. Um, other other people that we didn't even care about that night. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Just so, to get you to wait. Yeah, they had to get you to wait. Oh, we had Charlotte versus Oscar. They, they do it all the time, so, right? <laughs> and and I, we took away from Charlotte versus Oscar because of Edge because that was actually a good match. Um, but we seen it before, so right. It's not something. But they, it, I mean, they had to get you into all these things, and Absolutely. we already talked about Andrade. So, so. Um, let's talk about Edge and his return um, <laughs> and what happened. So he 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 came out and and he uh, had 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 this this um, pretty good promo and and you 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 could tell that that he was speaking from you know the heart and everything mm-hmm. was was pure emotion and pure passion. He uh talked about how he was gone for for 9 years or whatever and he started to ask himself, you know, what if. Mm-hmm. And then he uh began his his, you know, his his journey back to WWE and he started naming out all, all, all these different wrestlers that's in the company now that he could possibly Possibly facing the future. Yeah, and then uh, he gets interrupted by Randy, um, and and Randy comes out, and you think that that they're gonna go a certain way. When Randy came out, he he you know hugged them, and 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 they had that moment, and and Randy talked about how how Edge was was the one that that um, helped him and um, pulled him up when when he was in you know certain situations. And um, Randy then mentioned, you know, what if we we got Rated RKO back together again? So with with Randy coming out and and you know being the the way that he was, you you thought okay, they're gonna go this route and we're gonna see you know Rated RKO tag again and you know that's that's what we're gonna be mm-hmm. seeing from now on, but. Just like that, you you <laughs> get an RKO from Randy to Edge, and so my my question is to both of you all: Did y'all not see that coming? I did. I'm um, tell, I mean, to me, just based on the way they've of what he has been sold from from day one is the Viper, the Snake. The snake. I said, what are they about to do? Right. But I originally didn't see the original um, cut. Yeah, I saw it because somebody posted <coughs> on Facebook that they were upset about what had just happened. Mm-hmm. So you remember, I texted you. I was like, "What just happened?" Right. And so I had to forward. I had to, and I saw it. I said, "Well, to me, that's typical Randy." It's right. like I was not surprised. <laughs> I'm. I definitely wasn't upset. <laughs> I. I am. One thing you all is gonna learn. I'm the ultimate heel. 
And uh, <laughs> when people do heel things, I love it. <laughs> Especially when Randy does it. They they tried. WWE did this. WWE tried their best over the months to get Randy over as a heel. And they couldn't do it because the RKO. It don't matter who he RKO'd, whether they was heel, face, they loved the, it. the people loved it. Right. You bring him out to a returning edge where he's this the ultimate baby face at the moment. Perfect timing. You would have you 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 would have did this two weeks later. No, it would have not worked. Perfect timing. Right. Get him out there, sob story, bam, RKO. And to finish it off with the RKO, the 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 move that made rated RKO famous right. was the the uh, chair uh, uh, shot. Uh, the chair shot. Right. Yep. So I thing, love it. I think the thing that was really cool <clears throat> about that whole thing, like you said, they're trying to. To me, it ain't. I don't care if they cheer for Randy. Right he always a heel to me. I ain't because he's the guy that I love to hate. Yeah. Right. But I think it was kind of cool when they was going through the whole motions. How they kept. Uh, making it seem like he was thinking about it, like man, should I do this? Like you remember when he put when he put his head in the chair and he mm -hmm. bent down to him, he was like, and it made it look like like he was actually having a thought yeah, process. He was, man, should he, I do this? He took the time. I, I think that that whole segment was like fourteen to fifteen minutes, so mm -hmm. they, they they had enough time to play everything out. And one thing I did notice that the, the commentators said nothing that whole segment and they just let them have that, that whole segment. And yeah. I think that that yeah. actually helped. I think yep. when the commentators don't speak at times, it make you feel real. Yeah. And we, we know, you know, this is it definitely yeah. what it is, but it made it feel real. Like this is a real injury and how they sold it. Edge sold it. I'm talking about from from his his shaking. Yep. His, yep. his his hands were shaking and he didn't move. move. Yep. The neck because we all know the RKO is not as deadly as yeah they make it out to be. It, it like RKO is really something you have to sell. It's just like the Stone Cold Stunner. You right. have yep. to sell it, and we already know it's another version of the Diamond Cutter. Yeah. So. He sold the RKO. He sold the chair shot. And then I don't know if y'all watched the footage on YouTube after, afterwards when they put him on a stretcher, took him to the back. He sold it the whole way there. Yeah. What do you and, do? I didn't see that. Yeah, he sold it the whole way there. Of where? Where's Natalia? Natalia, call Bill. Call Bill. Um, Natalia, why call Natalia? Because Natalia and Bill best friends. Bill is his wife. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. so he was like, call Bill, um, our truth awesome in this segment. You okay, man? You okay? And it's like... Somebody in the back. In the back. I got to look that up. Yeah, it's, uh, it's actually on the WWE YouTube page. Uh, I watched I watched it, and I was like, they really sold this. I, I love the way they sold it. It made it feel like it was real. Yeah. And uh, I, oh, wow. I love Randy. And Randy, keep doing it. Hey, and if that's the way they gonna turn them heel, I love it because they, it it was no other way you could turn Randy heel right. at at the point in his career because even he tried to um, even with Ricochet Ricochet a good baby face but he RKO Ricochet hey crowd like 
hey, oh well, you should have known, you know. But that's a good way. And I, I think um, they got so much heat on Randy, and it's gonna take them all the way to Mania with this story. And I think that they'll be able to tell this story in length up until Mania. And uh, one thing I, I did, I did notice was. Uh, on on NXT on Wednesday, they opened the show um, with that shot at at the commentators uh, table, and Mauro Ranello uh, was uh, was introducing himself, and and he introduced Beth and uh, Nigel McGuinness. But when he was talking to Beth, she sold everything that happened on Monday, and and she was she was saying how she want wanted to be at home with Edge, but but Edge told her to you know go to work because um that's what we do and just just the emotion that Sold that she, she showed in that one minute uh time span was was great and uh i i think that she could possibly be involved in the story to come if they decide to use her and uh Christian, if 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 they yeah, want to go there, I route. was thinking, I was thinking that too. And another thing that I, I now that you bring up Bill, we didn't talk about Bill, and Bill is Bill. People have to realize Bill is a amazing performer. Also, right when it when it came down yep. to the Rumble match, Bill was in that match for a while, and on top of that, she probably was in that match with a concussion and still. Went through the match she, and she was what the final four or five. Um, she, she I can't remember. I think yeah, she, she was. She four. was in the finals. Yeah, like final five or final four, and Belf busted. busted yeah, open. busted open the whole time. So, um, Belf and Belf and Edge, they are two of the. They 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 made for each other because they are two sobs that uh tough sobs. I say it say yeah. it like that. Yeah. So yeah. Um, overall, it was a episode of Raw that I was looking forward to from from the start because because I wanted to see what was gonna happen, and I'm looking forward to see how how they tell these two stories with Edge and Randy as well as Brock and Drew. Yeah, we have things to look forward to for Raw. Yeah. Um, like you said, <clears throat> Edge and Randy, you got um Brock and Drew, and then Charlotte haven't made a decision yet. Right. So we still waiting on a uh, decision for Charlotte. Uh, so Raw have some good things to look forward to, and I'm also like I said, Alistair Black. I want to see who door he gonna knock on because now it's about to get WrestleMania season. So he's he needs someone. Yeah. And um, I I would love to see a Alistair versus AJ. Hopefully AJ get cleared before Mania. Yeah, I, 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 I think he'll be back. Yeah, I love to see Alistair versus AJ. Um, but. Yeah, I'm I, I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to see what what's coming on Raw. Absolutely. Uh, let Let's get into NXT really quick, and then we'll talk about SmackDown a little bit. Uh, NXT has to be one of my well, I, I I wouldn't say one of NXT is my favorite show of the week. Um, that I most look forward to because that's what I pretty much put all of my you know passion into i i watch raw and, and i watch smackdown faithfully but nxt has to be the show that i'm you know constantly 
you know, thinking about what they're going to do or, or mm-hmm. you know, or I'm thinking about the matches that, that they're having or whatever. Um, on Wednesday, we saw Tommaso Ciampa and Adam Cole sign their contract for the NXT Championship match, which is going to be a, a takeover Portland, I think, in a couple of weeks. I think that's a good move for for NXT right now. Um, Adam Cole have been a phenomenal champion. He's been able to overcome a lot of odds. We we all know how he is as a performer, and Champa is Champa, and you you gotta you gotta love you gotta love it, and that that daddy gimme is coming back, and uh. That that's something that I'm looking forward to. I'm I'm not I don't I'm not gonna sit here and say I watch NXT every week, but um I do keep I do I do know what what goes on on NXT and I'm I'm definitely looking forward to that um that match. So I got this question. Yeah. What what is what what is NXT actually doing with Finn at this moment? I think for the last couple of weeks I've been saying they're really pushing him. Yeah. Um. To me, he's on the track to make sure that he's the number one guy in the company, in that particular brand, and uh, I think that's the whole reason he he left WWE. I hadn't heard anything else. That's like, why would they make a decision to take him from the main roster, go back? Well, I think it was his choice, because the top rosters can be. Some, I mean, the main roster can be top-heavy. Yeah. And I think that he felt comfortable in the NXT and felt like if they make him the man, he would go back. Okay, I can see that. At TakeOver, we're going to be getting uh, uh, Finn versus Johnny Gargano, which is expected to be a great match. And we're, we're getting um, Bianca versus, versus Rhea for the uh, uh, NXT uh, championship yeah. as well. I, I don't think they're going to... Uh... Let Bianca win it so fast, but I think um, uh, they need what's to. What's her name? Rhea Re- uh, Ripley. Mm-hmm. She'll probably hold it for a minute. Yeah, I think so. She's a tough, old, tall, tough old bird. Right. <laughs> so I don't know. I I don't think they would take it from Shayna Baszler and give it to Rhea Ripley and not let her hold it for a while. Yeah. yeah. And um, but then because I think this is my take. My take is when they do allow uh, my girlfriend to get it, it won't be long that she won't be that she'll be she'll be, it's gonna be I give it a year and she'll be she'll be on raw. They're gonna let her get it, then she's gonna lose it, and she's gonna be on her way to raw or something. I can I can see that. And I'm just trying. I'm I'm curious what they're doing with Shayna. You know, because she's such a powerful competitor. I bet any type of money they at the mania. She's there. She's she's on the main Raw. roster. She's um, on Raw SmackDown. I've actually heard rumors um, that uh, she is expected to uh, face Becky at um, I heard at, that at too. mania. So we'll just have to see. Yeah, I I love do. to see Shayna and Becky because it'll be like. Um. Okay, you beat my friend last mania. Now you got to beat me, and uh, I'm looking forward to see what yeah, Shina be because cool. Shina is one reason why I will tune in to NXT because she she is dead amazing of a performer too. Yeah. I, I and I love Undisputed Era. So I told you I'm a big heel person. <laughs> so Undisputed Era, 
They they on the top of my list. Also on NXT, we we uh we we had Keith Lee come out and do a and do a promo, and w- with him being the new North American champion, we are waiting to see who his uh, next challenger is, is going to be for that title, and um, I I think it's going to be uh, Dominic Dajakovic and and th- those two. Uh, have had great matches together over the past couple of months. They've had really good matches. Um, so that's my take on uh, the North American uh, title picture. I think Keith Lee is just a, a freak of nature. Absolutely. And a beast. I think uh, he's in a good spot. I think he like where he is. Um, I see him eventually coming to the main roster. I just hope they use him in the right way because I think he has so much potential. He's a good talker. Can y'all tell me what that what they be saying when he be out there? Uh, basket is glory. They be, oh, basket is glory. Oh, I've been, I've been trying <laughs> to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Keith Lee. Oh, I, wow. <laughs> yeah. Keith Lee, um, I I know before we started the podcast, I kind of talked about it, how I got a little soft spot for Keith Lee. I worked with him back when I was in Texas, uh, mm-hmm. living in Texas. Uh, so to see him at this major spot, this is the first person I actually have worked with that have made it and touched their WWE championship. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm proud to see that. And I I've worked with a lot of people, but uh, Keith Lee, you when you see when you see him perform, um, even went back in um, back when. In Texas, when you seen him perform, and I think he was going against the formerly known known Evan Bourne, and uh, it was just an amazing match. And you know, I think he had the top championship at that time in Texas. So I'm I'm very proud to see him on top and doing his thing. I and I yep. can't wait to see him do better things in the future. Absolutely, I, I see I, them allowing him one day maybe to, be in a, to get the NXT. Heavyweight championship and uh, move him on forward. To me, he is one of the best. I mean, he's one of the reasons I turned on that show. Yeah, him, Bianca Belair, a um, couple other people I like to see, but those two for sure uh, I like to see. And I think he's gonna he's gonna go a long way if he stays healthy, don't get hurt. Mm-hmm. He's gonna go a long way. Yep. I think some of his moves and some of the things he do scare me. Yeah, they, I'm like, dude, he's so big and he doing that. I was like, man, I WWE hope. let uh, two of their top stars put him over, so I I think he's going very far. Yeah. They yeah. they let uh, Roman put him over. They let Brock put him over too. I, I yeah. feel like Keith Keith Lee will will be a top star for that company, um, and and I feel like he is just getting started in NXT. So I feel like his 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 with the North American Championship it is going to be meaningful. Yeah. Um, and it's, I think it's going to be lengthy, though. Yeah. yeah they, the only way they, they'll be able to take their title off um, is a triple threat match or a fatal four. I, that's the only reason I can see or it's the only way that you can take it off of him without him looking weak mm. or unless you have another big man take it off of him that you're pushing. I I can I can see them uh eventually giving it to uh Dajakovic with him against Keith Lee in a, a singles match. Yeah, I can see that too. I can see that.
the Broserweights de, uh, defeated the Grizzled Young Veterans um, <laughs> to to win the uh, uh, Dusty Classic. Is that uh, Matt Riddle? Matt Riddle. Uh, Matt Riddle and, uh, and I, Matt Riddle. Yeah, Matt Riddle supposed to be a heel. Okay, Matt Riddle is a beast, and a lot of people don't see it right now. But just wait. Um, the way he just get into it with people in the back. <laughs> wow. Hey, I, I love Matt. Um. I love Matt, and uh, I'm glad that they did something with him. But uh, Matt Riddle is uh, another star that we have to watch because uh, yeah, that that tag team is pretty. good. They work good together. I like them them together uh, as as a tag team. They've played played well off each other uh, yep. in the ring and and you know doing promos and stuff like that. Um, so it it'll, it'll be interesting to see. If they keep them together as a tag team, or if they're gonna go back to single competition, um, now that the uh, tag team tournament is finished, uh, Matt Riddle need to turn heel. This, I don't see that happening. <laughs> I, I don't. I really don't. And I don't know how it would work for his gimmick, bro. <laughs> I see. Like he probably wouldn't even do the the whole bro thing anymore if they if they turn him heel. They wouldn't know how to. I, I, I'm pushing for Matt Riddle to turn heel, <laughs> cause I'm all for heel and uh, yeah, Matt Riddle, one day will go heel. Oh man. <laughs> um. All right. So that's 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 pretty much it for NXT. Uh, um. From this week, uh, SmackDown. Um, you you had uh, mm-hmm. the. Fatal four way tag match to determine New Day's opponents at the next Saudi Arabia show, which is a, a super showdown. I think it's going to be next month. Um, and uh, uh, Miz and Morrison won that Fatal four way tag match. Yeah, I think everybody knew that was coming. Yeah, um, th- those two are going to be back together as a tag team. And it's something uh, th- that I think is going to be cool. I think they're going to be do- doing some, some, some good stuff together. Um, being yeah. back together again, I think it'll, I like it'll be cool for them. Yeah. Um, I think uh, that Miz and Mar- Bring Back Morrison was good for Miz because, they, to me, they didn't really have no direction for him. Hmm. But now what you got with them, um, they can go back and do some great stuff, I think. Both of my great yeah. competitors, especially Morrison. Right. I love to see him in action. Yeah. Um, and I think they, I think that's gonna be awesome. Uh, the one thing I did like about SmackDown, uh, uh, that I watched, because to me Braun was overdue for a title. He was. And he fought. Um, what's his name? Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, she, which I'm not a fan of. <laughs> and. Uh, you know, Braun is a beast. Braun is over, was overdue, and I mean, I like the way they let him finish the match because it was so, like, like what you doing ain't hurt me. Right. Let me go ahead and, and scoop you up and choke. Sl- I mean, body and power slam you mm-hmm. and end this match. And he and, did that. And they 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 took so many opportunities away away from Braun, and um, yeah. and it, it was time. And like I said, this should this should have been the main event. Um. They they really should have been the last match uh, of the show because Braun needed that moment. Yeah. And uh, like every time Braun seemed like he was gonna get a single championship, like a singles title championship right. run, it always 
It, it, it was always something. Yeah, it, it never was, happened. Yeah. He never had the match. Right. So it was like to see him. We, we knew it was coming, but to see it actually happen, I think it was a joy within that. I, I speak about the I deserve it or you deserve it chance. And that's a person that actually deserves yep. a single championship because he's been working his butt off for the last few years. And to be where he is today, because I, I I think no one wanted to see Braun as a single competitor when he first got out of the uh, what who we White, the yeah Wyatt when family. he with the Wyatt family it's like oh okay they just like big man like Lord Sullivan I still haven't got into him so he gone man I hope he's, so he got hurt. hurt yeah he injured he need to be gone he got hurt like bad <laughs> yeah so yeah but uh Braun he's definitely. Grown as a talker, as a oh, performer, yes. he is. It was time, and I I'm glad they let him get to that that point where he needed. Yeah, and to me, Shinsuke is just I don't know. I feel like you do about Shinsuke, but I think they did give him a breath of fresh air when they hooked him up with uh uh Sami Zayn. Yeah, because Sami Zayn, I don't care much for him as a wrestler. Mm -hmm. But as a talker, man, he, he been doing he, his thing. Yeah, he he just been selling it. I love that that, that, that pep talk looking stuff. Like yeah. when they walking out, yeah. and he's screaming at Shinsuke. <laughs> I said, I love that. And to me, to me, the ultimate competitor that don't get his props is um, the other guy, uh, uh, Cesaro. 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 Cesaro, Cesaro is a complete package, yeah, and they don't push him the right way. Yep, they uh, Cesaro need to be pushed, and they just haven't pushed him. They always look. They always put him in the tag team, but Cesaro single hand handily can take on any man on the roster, even yep. Brock. And uh, I, that's a match that I would love to see. I would love to see Cesaro versus Brock. It, it's it's one of the matches that's well overdue. It's one yep. of the matches that we'll say, oh, that's a dream match when we could have had it in this day, today's time. Mm -hmm. And uh, WWE just won't shoot the. They just won't shoot. They the They need to repackage him to me. Cause he got the goods, like I love the the James Bond thing they were doing one time. You know, he come yeah. out in his suit, and he could rip off the whole suit and right. be ready for the ring, mm -hmm. and throw like a good woman next to him. That's gonna help sell him. Yeah, and but I don't know. I don't know what he gonna and do. And Cesaro is a better heel in, yeah. than a baby face any day. Um, when Cesaro talk, when you hear him talk out of passion. You like okay, this is the Cesaro I want to see. Like when they yeah. drafted him, like what, like in the fifth round, sixth round, or something like that. I can't remember. It, it was way back, but he gave a promo that made you feel like okay, he's pissed off. So yeah. I, I I like to see this person, and it's not it's not the thing between heel and babyface, but a person want a person do want to see that. Hey, I really do want this. Yeah. I don't care about what anybody else think around her. I want this. And uh, Cesaro have that. And, uh, you know, they keep throwing them with people. But I, I know Cesaro want more, yeah. want, wants more, mm -hmm. but they just not giving him more. But give him, give him time. He deserve it, too. Yeah, I, I think I think it, I, I think they'll, they'll eventually do something else with him. Um Eventually, you just have to just have to wait and see what they do. Uh, we also saw um, Alexa and Nikki defeat 
uh, Mandy and Sonya in a tag team match, and I feel like um, I feel like Alexa and Nikki are on their way back to the tag team title picture, and um, I think they could eventually take the the tag team tag team titles back from yeah. uh, Oscar and Kari Zane. Yeah, I I feel I feel like Nikki and um, making Alexa two-time tag team champion with Nikki, I think that's a good plan. I but I would like to see them push Mandy and uh, Sonya yeah. a little bit harder because it is it, a it's a thing between making tag teams and already being a tag team. Yeah, Sonya and Fire and Desire they came in as a tag team, and this so this is what you expect. That's why Iconics got such a big pop right. when they. Because they was a actual tag team, they actually had the chemistry of a tag team. Right. So, in NXT, instead of focusing on, you know, single women, you should all you should start focusing on more tag team women tag teams. Mm. Um, that's in my opinion. But I, I would love to see Sonya and uh, Mandy get a push. Yeah. I, but I, um, I think that they'll they'll benefit tremendously from a push and. And from from um, the tag team titles, I, I I think they at at this point they are you know in the position that that they could you know challenge for those titles and possibly you know have have a decent title run as well yeah, with the tag team titles. I and think they, they could have did the perfect thing with Sonya and Mandy and Otis and uh, Tucker. You mm-hmm. know, having both of them win the titles. At like the same time, that I think that would have been a per the perfect thing for him. Mm. Personally, I don't care for Nikki Cross. I don't think she's a good competitor. That's just my opinion. She's kind of like a, a wild brawler to me. Mm-hmm. To me, Alexa was doing great when she was by herself from back in the days when Nia Jax was around. Right. And for her to ever get back into the title hunt, they're probably gonna end up to me having to break them up. Uh, Turn Alexa uh, heel. Uh, she, she's a great heel. She is yeah. great. Turn Alexa, Alexa heel. is phenomenal. I love to hear her talk. I love to hear her talk when she a heel. Yeah, cause she, she just she just so she, witty. Yeah, quick. She don't she you know, she don't know like as a baby face. It's hard to try to please me, but it's people that have like Ray Mysterio. Ray Mysterio is a the ultimate baby face. Right. You can't turn him heel. There's no it's no way possible. I can see Ray Mysterio here, mm-hmm. but Alexa Bliss is one of them people yeah. that you that it's hard to see her as a babyface. But I I think I think she can she can and and has done well in both situations, heel and babyface. Well, I I think that they they can give her and Nikki the, the tag titles again, but if they do, um, I, I feel like after after that. Is finished. She she needs to return the singles competition yeah. and be a, a champion championship contender again, so she can get another women's championship under her belt. I was reading. I was reading this. Um, po- I, it was it's, it was years ago actually. Chris Jericho said this. Chris Jericho said, "I've won all my championships being a heel. I've never won a championship being a face, and all his main championship being mm-hmm. a heel." And this just shows you how bad that some people have to be heels to win championships. And um, 
I I really I really hope that they do take that direction with Lexa Bliss because like I said, she's a excellent heel. Like yeah, I, I, I she she can play the baby face, but she's a excellent heel. Like the the way that she talked when when she's a heel right. is it's tremendous. I, I can say that that I prefer her her um as a heel rather than face because as a heel I, I feel like she 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 gets more mic time and she gets the chance to really you know shine being a heel um mm-hmm. especially on on the mic she is one of the best females that can you know really talk on the mic and in my opinion yes uh i think what what you think? You think they gonna give give her the championship back? I mean, mm, they, 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 I you think they gonna give them the tag team championships back? I hope not. Uh, I feel like they <laughs> they'll be getting the tag team titles before she gets another singles oh, yeah. for the women's title. Yeah, I think they're trying to build up Alexa accolades because uh, she never had that NXT women's championship, right. but uh, if. If she did, she'd be above Bailey at this point. At, at this point, I I don't like Bailey as a heel. I I don't like it. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Bailey anyway, but her as a heel to me, it's it's not working. And I think um, Bailey Bailey is boring. Yeah, <laughs> Bailey is boring. And um, I hate to just say it like that, but she yeah. is. Um, her being a heel. It it didn't phase me anyway. I I didn't like her when she was a face, right? You know, so yo make her a heel because I don't like her anyway. I, mean, um, I like the way that she hold her. Yeah, like she she created her own style with the heel. I mm-hmm. like the way that she hold her belt, but wrestling wise, <laughs> I mean she's still the same. You know, she's the same person. Right. Um, you know the little aggression. I just feel like it just took for bit. It it. It was a Becky Lynch thing. Like, Becky did it, so let me try it. Yeah. So, that's kind of how I felt about the whole thing with Bailey. But Bailey don't interest me. Give the belt to Naomi. And uh, speak, Speaking of Naomi, she she made her return to SmackDown this week. And uh, it, it looks like that could be the direction that they're going in um, in terms of her and Bailey uh, possibly, you know, having some some title matches or, you know, having a story going forward. So, um I'm interested interested to see if if that's the direction that they go in. Yeah. And if it is, then I, w- I would love to see Naomi um win the SmackDown women's title again. Um and that will make her a three time uh women's champion. Yeah. I um, love Naomi. She's the she want she's one of the best pure athletes mm-hmm. in the in the WWE, and I, I love Naomi, and y'all gonna hear me praise Naomi a lot because I love Naomi. I hate that she's married to Jimmy, but <laughs> Jimmy, I'm coming for your wife one day. <laughs> I remember one time I did meet my Naomi. I was last year actually, and I, I cut out my facial off like I got it now, and uh, I was like, Naomi, you think I'm ugly? And she was like, No, you're so handsome. I was like. <laughs> Look, I right, don't be flirting with me, <laughs> but I, I I definitely do love Naomi. I think uh, she did a meet and greet at Cricket in yeah, Millington. Cricket in Millington. Yeah, oh, really? I was there, yeah, actually. And I actually stay in Millington, so it's. There's yeah. a lot of people there. 
Yeah, it was actually crap because I had a show. As a matter of fact, I had a show that night. I had to do. I had to ref a show that night. So, wow. Yeah, it, it was it was an awesome experience. I think I uh I still got the picture. Yeah. yeah, mine is somewhere. I think it's in my room. Yeah. So that yeah that was a that was a good day for me. To end SmackDown, we had that six man tag uh, tag match. Let with, it go WWE. With, Let it go. With, Let it go. It is it, it. Nobody cares about Dolph. <laughs> Nobody cares about Bobby uh, Robert, Robert Rude. <laughs> no, no one cares about Baron Corbin. Let it go. Um, put the Usos in the title picture. I don't even know why they wasn't in the Fatal Four. I, like that's the best tag team they do have at the moment. Um, in my my opinion, if you wasn't gonna put the Usos with it, then you should have let Otis and and you should have let Otis and uh, Tucker. Tucker win. But I, I mean, I see what WWE doing with it, you know. But at the same time, let's 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 let our tag teams be tag teams. You keep putting belts on people that is not tag teams, and uh, I I do have an issue with it until it comes down to the Monday Night Messiah. But anybody else, I do have a problem with it, and uh, let's just put you know. That, that this segment of the dog food is old, it's stale. I'm tired of let it go. This being the match where they uh did get barren with the dog food, I I think this is let me say, I hope that was the last, you know, match of this whole field with Roman and uh and Baron. But um, it seemed like Baron can't let it go. It's like it's like, well, like we thought it was over at Royal Rumble, and who initiated it again, Baron? It's like he can't let it go with not being able to be. You know, let let this this Baron and Roman is is done. It's over. With. It was good to watch for a second, but we've been watching it for two months now. I'm tired of it. Yeah, it is It is played out. And like I said, hopefully that was um, their last match uh, for that, that whole field. But that's pretty much it for this week uh, of, of wrestling. And uh, overall, I would probably say uh, um, I, I enjoyed the, the whole week in general as a whole. Um, yeah. With, with, with me being... In Houston uh, for Rumble weekend, uh, that that probably pay, plays a, a a huge part in it. Um, but uh, like I said, I, I was excited for Raw, and I'm I'm looking forward to to seeing what they do going forward on Raw, which will make me excited to 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 watch. Otis got future. a date with Mandy in two weeks. Right, yeah. and that happens to be Valentine's Day. Yeah. So, uh, I'm mm-hmm. I'm interested to see w- what they're gonna do with with that on on SmackDown. Uh, before we get out of here, I'll go around and um, give like the the take takeaways from this week, um, a- as a whole, and and what you're looking forward to next week, and give your uh um social media handle so our listeners can uh, uh follow you on on social media or um keep up keep up with what you're doing so uh I'll start um like I said uh I enjoyed this week and my main takeaway 
uh, will be Edge coming back. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it, and um, I'm looking forward to see how they, uh, you know, work thi- this this storyline with, with him and Randy, and hopefully it's g- going to uh, lead to a match at, at WrestleMania. Um, and you guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Dirty underscore Dukes. That's D-I-R-T-Y underscore D-U-K-E-S. That's on Instagram and uh, Twitter. You can follow the podcast on on Twitter and on on Twitter we are uh, at Culture Kayfabe, at Culture Kayfabe, and on Instagram um, we are at Kayfabe Culture Podcast. Um, Tony, uh, you, you can give us your your take takeaways from this week and your your uh, socials. All right, my takeaways from this week is. Drew McIntyre actually getting what he deserved. He's winning. He winning the rumble. Excellent Claymore over the top rope by Brock. I can't. I can't. You can't top it off any any other way. Be looking out for the Monday Night Messiah. <laughs> we always looking out for that because there's always gonna be a takeaway. But you can follow me on Instagram uh, at Deputy Tribute. If you, my last name is spelled T R I B B I T T, and I hope you know how to spell deputy. <laughs> but yeah, my Instagram is at deputy tribute. I don't be on Twitter, so I don't even know my Twitter. But <laughs> and gotta uh, get on Twitter. Yeah, I'm I'm on uh, Facebook. So and my name on Facebook is Tony Tribute. So you can always follow me on there too to keep up with the latest action and my my critic. Ways and my heel turns. Uh, my greatest takeaways for this week <clears throat> was first of all, the true goddess of the WWE slash NXT is Bianca Belair. I'm 100% behind her pushing and what they're trying to do with her. I also agree with um, the push with Drew McIntyre and uh, those things. Uh, him be- will eventually be the the champion. Um, I'm a fan of Mandy and Sonya, so I love that. Um, I, even though they lost, I'm still I still got faith that they're gonna be pushed in the right direction. And um, SmackDown uh, is turning out. It seems like uh, the show sometimes seems a little flat versus Raw, but I'm hoping that they're gonna do some improvements here in in the future. Uh, overall, bottom line is I love wrestling. No matter what, no matter where it is, I'm always got my eye looking somewhere to see what's going on. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at uh, Bishop KRG B I S H O P K R G. You can follow me there, and that's where if I if I'm talking about wrestling and doing anything towards wrestling, that's where it'll be. So that's it. All right, guys, thank you for joining us for the first episode of the K Fape culture podcast uh make sure you catch us next week um we we are planning on recording every saturday and uh and then our episodes will come out either uh sunday or um monday of of the the uh, next the following week so um uh, make sure you guys uh uh, stay tuned and like i said said you can follow us on instagram and twitter um 
And uh, we thank you guys for listening. uh, And that's going to be it for this week's episode. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace out. Kayfabe out.